horrible, just awful, OMG no. This is WCSU 411, the podcast that tells you everything about Western Connecticut State University. I'm Paul Steinmetz, and I'm here with Jay Murray, the Associate Vice President for Enrollment Management, who is the one who has caused all these comments to come onto Facebook and other places, this horrible revulsion of the university's new um, branding logo that was just revealed over the summer. Jay is the one responsible for it, and he's here, and he's going to talk about why he did this thing. Thanks for being with us, Jay. Happy to be here, Paul. So uh, I have some other comments we'll read in a little bit, but uh, tell us about the idea behind uh, a new logo for Westcon. Well, actually, I think from a design standpoint, there's been um, creative concerns with the box that the cupola logo had has kept us in um the swoosh was a design not nightmare um the box with the lines in the cupola because it takes up a lot of inch space mm-hmm. on any print and let's let's be clear here when you're talking about marketing and branding you're talking about usage in print and digital and it, it was not effective for that purpose and the other problem we were having was the color the copper or People remembered it as copper, but actually we were using Texas orange because copper to print turns to brown unless it's metallic and we can't afford metallic. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had moved to Texas orange, which is kind of a, a more muted of the orange we're using now simply because we, we, we needed to print that way. And you know, so there's been concerns in that direction. New athletic director came on board and they were also having the same difficulty with their vendors, um, you know, the the request for for stronger color identity, but also a pop, something that looked good on the field. And yes, I think the football helmets um, are a example of when the copper works, but that's because they use the metallic paint. And she had no desire um, to go out and do that again, because again, it's very cost prohibitive. Mm-hmm. So there was a, a a number of things moving in in concert there. In addition to the fact that in the strategic plan, it clearly says in goal four, create. A, a strong brand identity. Right. And we went through a new, uh, created a new strategic plan that uh, the faculty and staff have been working on for several years, and it just was released earlier this year, last year, late yeah. last year. Yeah, late, late, um, late, uh, early 2017, I think it was finally approved. And odd note, although I was on the strategic, strategic planning committee, I was not on that goal. <laughs> um, so this didn't even originate with me. This was something that came up um, out of the discovery um, from the, 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 the faculty um, that worked on that, that strategic planning goal. So you have achieved the first goal uh, you have. The, that's the first goal to have been achieved in the strategic plan, I think. So yeah. congratulations. Uh, uh, thank you. I mean, I, li- I like to check the box off and move things down, down the road. But, you know, it, and, it, and it didn't happen overnight. And that's, you know, from some of the comments it was like we we went to bed on one day with a cupola and woke up the next day with the with the with the new new brand identity. It wasn't that way. It took almost a year um, to get there. We did interviews. We did discovery interviews with internal stakeholders, faculty, staff, administrators, current students. We did external um, stakeholders. We did alum. We did school counselors from in-state and out-of-state. We even did prospective students. We had almost forty prospective students respond and. We use that information not just on, you know, concepts for a new design, but also messaging. You know, what was what was the what are the things that really drive um, people's desires to come here? And there's a strong identity with Western for people who are attending and have attended alums, but 
not a very positive one from people who were external. Mm -hmm. um, and we're talking about marketing. We're talking about marketing to an external constituent. One of the messages that was kind of resounding was, we're a transformative institution. We change people's lives. And that was the driving force behind this, this, this design element that, that eventually uh, we evolved into. Mm -hmm. And so that was what we're a transformative force in people's lives. Is that something you were hearing from prospective students and parents and from, people like that? Oddly enough, we were hearing it from all of the constituents. Mm -hmm. You know, every single piece. That was a common theme. There were things that were, you know, local, small, um, quality education, attentive staff and faculty. We heard those a lot, but from different groups, from all the groups was our ability to transform, you know, particularly from alumni. I came in at X. I graduated at, you know, at Y. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that was, that. that's something I think we do really, really well and something that we can speak to as an institution. You know, we're dealing with a heavily um, first-generation population, you know, we're turning out, you know, positive thinkers, movers, shakers, doers um, with college degrees. Right. And uh, it's interesting that a lot of the alums are the ones who have uh, said something like this. This logo is trash. Uh, once again, WestCon makes institutional changes without consulting with its community. Did you even run this by the alumni? And... As I said, yeah, yeah, yes, we did. And, you know, and, and it's interesting. Um, isn't that the story of the duck-billed platypus? That was a committee? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> you know, yes, we, you, you, you want to involve all kinds of stakeholders, but ultimately you have to get down to a small working group that, that makes the final decision. So we were working with an outside agency that did the design, that did the creative, did the research, but then we had an implementation team on campus, which consists of folks from public relations, um, enrollment services, IT and I, um, athletics, and we also had faculty from two different departments, um, including the art department, including the art department and communications. You know mm -hmm. how appropriate um, both of those. So, so it was not a a, a in the box um, discussion. So that kind of addresses this next comment. I can only hope that you spent no more than $10 on the design because it couldn't have taken more than a few minutes and a bottle of cheap liquor to make. <laughs> was there any drinking during this process? There, there was none, although I am known to have a, a bottle of Pol Poland Spring water often handy. <laughs> um, That's right. I've seen that. <laughs> so it was uh, an involved process. It wasn't just your decision. It was a... Uh, um, thoughtful, methodical move from position A to position B, right? There was a lot of back and forth, particularly initially. We were working with three completely disparate designs. One was a sort of modified version of our existing logo. And I loved it um, and felt that we could roll it out the very next day and I and no one would notice. And that for me was the problem. We're 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 looking to market to iGen. We're looking to market to Generation Z or post 9-11. These you know everyone talks about the millennials as being the digital generation. They're not. They adopted technology. iGen has never known anything but a mobile platform. Smartphones are all they know. You know, Steve Jobs is their God, um, <laughs> so to speak. And so we're we're designing for this generation that grew up digital native, we're designing for a generation that, that notoriously does not have a, a, a long attention span, and we're designing for a generation that um, we really have to aggressively be able to market. Combined with the fact with our new out-of-state initiative, we want to be able to stand out for our competitors. And one of the things that our research showed us is that when you take the cupola and take 
Eastern's design, which I think is a tower, basically it looks like a cupola, um, Central's, um, and then Southern's, which has some type of cupola in it, it looks like four versions of the same school. I mean, if we're trying to set ourselves apart and move forward um, as an institution, this was an opportunity to make a splash. And, you know, from, you know, personally, of course, I love the way it looks, but I'm, I'm biased. I, 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 I was in the committee. But, you know, as I said before, there were three decisions, three, one, there was the kind of revision, which kind of failed, failed at its start. There was a, there was a departure with a redesigned kind of futuristic looking cupola, but it kind of reminded me more of that arrow that we had in the 70s. It really, it looked retro. It looked uh, what old is new again. It was very mid-century modern. And then this this shield, and we went this way because from a design standpoint, whether it's digital, whether it's print, um, you can do multiple things with the shield and with the actual word mark where it's still very clearly Western Connecticut State University. So from a design and marketing um, situation, which was the driving force behind goal four, the strategic plan, that's why we went in this direction. So when we're printing and using the shield, using the word mark, putting people in the shield, putting, you know, it's clearly all um, WCSU. And, you know, we're actually uh, about to push out a new a new view book and the shield acts as the pagination. So the, the colors change along the shield as you go through the view book, which denotes that you've gone to a different section. So we can get really, really creative that we could not do with the old um, logo. And, you know, one of the, the, the neat things we did as part of this rollout is with, with your department in, in, in social media out of PR is we went back over 100 years and looked at all the designs. And quite honestly, we've been with the cupola the least amount of all the designs and actually had a shield for about 30 years. Mm -hmm. um, and <laughs> so we changed, itself. right? We yeah. changed a lot in the past, and uh, had some kind of hand-drawn uh, logos before. Ooh, yeah, it looked like a New York City subway token. Yeah. <laughs> that exactly. was interesting. And had the year 1910 on it, which really doesn't relate to anything in our history. Yeah. Anyway, this new one is very flexible, as you've been saying. You can use it in a lot of different ways. So the real purpose of the rebranding of the logo is to appeal to prospective students. They're all 18 or younger. And like you said, they're of that generation where they're uh, looking for some kind of pop. Yeah, I, that's exactly right. I mean, that's our goal here. We, we, to grow the institution, we need to increase our, the number of first-time, first-year students. Um, this fall, we had a record number, you know, highest incoming class in, in over eight years. Um, that they are our lifeblood. That's what we're trying to do. And, and remember, from, from, a, from a marketing, um, you know, standpoint, think of an airline terminal, and they're calling boarding announcements. We're trying to be the boarding announcement that these students hear, they see, and they remember. They get um, up out of their seat and walk to the door. Ab absolutely. And if not, it's muffled. And we were a muffled presence um, before. And we are separating ourselves from the field and trying to push forward with, with what is distinctive, what is unique about WCSU. And of course, it's not the only thing we as an institution are doing and you as the admissions department are doing either. You're out, uh, you have your people out all over talking about the university, I think, in different ways than we've talked about it before and appealing uh, in different ways, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and th that's what I've always loved. I've been, I've been doing this for 26 years and enrollment is a very externally focused um, area. And so we're out seeing constantly what folks are doing, um, what, whether it's printed, whether it's ad, and seeing kind of, kind of getting the feedback from the students, seeing what draws their attention because, you know, everybody's doing direct mail. 
everybody's sending those pamphlets home. Um, so when people say print is dead, they're wrong. It's not dead. The but but you want to be the one that's read and the one that's remembered. And particularly, you know, we're we're also marketing to, to first gen. So mom and dad, this might be their first time seeing this material. So we're 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 putting something tangible that they're gonna they're gonna feel, smell, WCSU. Right, and you are going after the parents as well, right? It's yes. not just the seventeen-year-old uh, student who's making the decision. Yes, yeah. and, and you know that's 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 an interesting point. You know, when you one the other defining characteristics of of iGen or Gen Z is that their parents are Generation X. Well, what what was Generation X? They were the latchkey kids. They were the students who um, both parents worked. So very independent parents who are going to hover even more than the previous generation's mom and dad. So we really have to make a clear pitch to that that, that, that group as well. Right. We love our alumni. We love everybody who has any uh, is a stakeholder with Western Connecticut State University. But they are not the ones, the alumni, who have already gone and gone through and love the institution who are uh, – Getting this message with yeah. this new logo. Yeah. And, you know, on that note, you're absolutely right. We don't want to certainly we don't want to alienate any part of the campus community and certainly not our alums. And, you know, truth be told, the cupola doesn't go away. <laughs> um, first of all, it's on one of our buildings. We can't remove it. But secondly, the, the, the image of the cupola will stay around in the background and features the, the, the annual magazine, which we're now you know putting out twice a year is still we're not changing the name. We're not calling it the shield. It's still going to be the cupola. And so that, that image will stay around. It's part of our heritage. Um, we're not changing that. We're not changing the school. And, you know, and anyone who has, you know, strong opinions, if they'd love to come and chit-chat, I'd love to show them the work and the research and walk through it. Um, you know, I, I, I can ignore, <laughs> just just like the what's going on in D.C., I can ignore the social media. Um, but if someone wants to have a real dialogue, I'd be happy to have a conversation. Hmm. Well, maybe we'll invite some into the podcast and have a uh... A coffee clatch or something like that. You do have some fans already. Uh, somebody on Facebook joined this conversation about the uh, the hate, and they said, "Hey, whatever. It's a sign. No reason to lose your mind over it. If a logo is what keeps you from choosing a school, you probably aren't smart enough to be going to college, anyways." You know, this came up in the opening meeting. I, I addressed that as well. Is remember the 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 brand is the mark on the cow. What's important is the cow. Is it healthy? Do, you know, is it producing the right milk? If it's a bull, is it, is it, is it good meat? So, you know, we got to work on the substance. Um, this is really the marketing piece um, and where we really should place our focus is on the substance behind it. All right. Very well said. Because we do spend a lot of time talking about the substance. We get our faculty professors in front of people all the time. We talk about our great students here who are learning, our great programs like nursing and um, accounting, et cetera. Yeah, and, and, yeah, absolutely. I was at a, uh, a national conference this summer and was presenting on you know, what we've done with our, our New York State initiative. And other people are looking at things we're doing and going, how did you do that? I mean, we're, 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 we're trying to move forward and, you know, I don't want to call us cutting edge, but we, we'd like to think of ourselves that way because, you know, that's how we're going to, we're, we're going to, we're going to move out of the, out of the, 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 the background noise. And another school just went out of business um, mm -hmm. this spring. You know, we don't want to be there. We have to keep moving forward. We can't afford to, to rest and say, oh, you know, it was fine. I, I liked it. It was quite, no, we, we, we have to move. Change, change can be very good. That's right. So are you going to ever do a new logo again anywhere in your career? 
I'm sure I will. Uh, you know, this this was good for me because, you know, doing this for so long, um, the marketing piece is what I find most enjoyable. Um, you know, the, the going through the research and talking to people and seeing what they were saying was really kind of eye opening. You know, when you're when you're hitting the mark, it's good. But when you're missing a mark, you'd like to know. So how you can change direction because, you know, there, there, there were, when everything was print, when I got into the, the business, and again, this was before cell phones, uh, this is before GPS, this is before the web, everything was in print. And it, you could be the same because there was nothing else. Well, now that's not the case. So the more you can kind of lead the conversation and be first um, to market, that's huge. Yeah. So absolutely, I think if I went somewhere else and had this opportunity, I'd be happy to lead the project and and take have a have stones cast upon me. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have that experience. Yes. Well, Jay Murray, Associate Vice President for Enrollment Management here at Westcon, thanks for joining me and explaining uh, what's going on here. Thanks so much, Paul. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. And we're joined now with uh, co-host Barbara Viegas, who's going to talk about all the great events coming up on campus. Hi, Barbara. Hi, Paul. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, thanks. Uh, so we have a lot of events on campus coming up. Um, so we do have a lot of PAC-sponsored events, um, which they do this awesome thing that I have. Do you see this? That yes. I have in my hand. It's like a little, like, it's like obviously bigger than a business card, but it's so cute they like write all of their events down so you could just like pass it out to people and people mm -hmm. just have it so i just have it on my desk now um so they had their biggie event already but they're gonna have karaoke on the 21st of september all of these are september events karaoke on the 21st uh on the west side campus at 8 p.m then they're having a roller skating rave which i'm so mad about because i can't go because i have class um but it's at 8 p.m on what day the 21st still Wait, actually, I'm lying. Um, I don't have class. I have work. It's a Tuesday. It's 25th of September. It's like a roller skating thing. They're having it, I'm pretty sure, like on the West Side campus in the, um, what is that called? Uh, the O'Neill Center? The O'Neill Center? Wow, that's yeah. cool. I'm so jealous. Like, I want to go to it. It's it's honestly like, who doesn't like to roller skate? But mm -hmm. I'll be at work. It's another reason to blame the po provost, right? Because you're working on Tuesdays because yeah. you have classes on Friday. Exactly. Now, do we know if these are roller skates or roller blades, or we don't know? It says roller rave, so hmm. I oh. hope it's blades, because I cannot do roller skates. Really? I can't. You won't be there anyway. <laughs> don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, okay, we also have license plates that we're doing, and bingo, both on the 26th. License plates, like, they, um, they have, like, this license plate layout. Or I don't know if they, no, they have, like, actual license plate, and then you can print whatever you want on it. It's definitely not, like, to go on your car, but <laughs> they like for decoration. Wow. Um, last year, they had this, like, like, si like it was, like, signs that they did. So I had, like, I you could write in what kind of parking it was. So, like, I had, like, a parking sign, like, a stop sign, that sort of thing. So I had a parking thing, and I wrote reserved for VPSR. <laughs> That's a great idea. And, like, I posted it on my Insta or my Snapchat, and everyone was like, oh, you don't. I hate you. You have parking. And I'm like. No, guys, like, relax. <laughs> it's fake. <laughs> like, but that was awesome. Like, I actually brought it up last year um, in a meeting, um, in the, an executive board meeting. And then the old IA, Ryan Hawley, he was like, I don't think we can use student funds to minimize their parking. <laughs> like, we could bring more parking. <laughs> I was like, come on, it's just one spot, man. Like, <laughs> Exactly. Really, who would know? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and then there's also the Big E trip on the 29th. Um, so the honors, the honors trip got canceled. Wow. So the because nobody showed up or what? No, um, they just it was like logistical, like hmm. something happened. Um, All the smart kids are in the honors program, and they can't figure out how to get a bus from here to the Big E. I don't. I'm not sure what happened. I think it was like. I'm pretty sure it was had to, had to do something with like the buses and all that, but were you not involved in this? No, I'm part of the honors program, but I'm not a very active like member in like the clubs and stuff there because mm. I already finished all my honors requirements. Um, so now I have my focus is like yeah, you getting know, out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done in December, so it's like bye. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so Westcon intramural intramural events um, put on by Rec are also happening this month. Uh, we have September 24th. It's a seven-on-seven flag football. They always have this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually really fun. Um, it's Mondays and Wednesdays, 8.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. on the West Side Rec Field. You can register until September 21st. Then on the 23rd, oh, that's weird. They put the 21st one, 24th one first on the flyer, and then the 23rd. That's weird. What are you doing? <laughs> that's a mistake. Just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so the 23rd, the day before... There's six-on-six co-ed soccer. Uh, Sundays, 12 o'clock noon to 1 p.m., again, on the rec field. And you can register until September 21st as well. It's only one hour? What happens after that? Yeah. I'm the not... ref goes home? <laughs> I don't know. I guess these are quick soccer tournaments. I guess so. Oh, wait, no. 12? No, yeah, you're right. Okay, 12 o'clock noon and 1 p.m. But I guess it's still an hour, like sure. 12 to 1. Like, you only have an hour to play. But I guess... I don't know, they do a few at 12, and then a few at 1. I don't know. Uh, then the 28th of October. Okay, this is getting too far. Forget it. Um, I'll talk about that one another day. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's there's also something I forgot to mention last week. There was the whole rush week that I completely went over my head. Wow. Um, I'm pretty sure it's almost over now. Um, I think that a few sororities are having their last event they had it yesterday. Hmm. <laughs> so so if you but, showed up tomorrow, <clears throat> say Friday or Monday, you couldn't, uh, they wouldn't take you in because you, you weren't there at Rush? You know what? Okay, here I have the formal schedule. What day is today? Okay. Yep, everything's done. <laughs> um, there's always next year. Yeah, I mean, honestly, there's probably exceptions. Like if you couldn't make it that week or something for some reason or like, for some reason, you know, you live under a rock and you don't know that Rush Week is happening like me. Mm. Um, right. <laughs> um, then I'm sure you could talk to someone and like you could, you could blame go... WCSU 411. <laughs> That's something. Have him call Barbara. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> Were you in a sorority? No. Yeah. No, never. My boyfriend's in a fraternity, though. So. Did they make him eat raw liver or something? No. He goes to University of New Haven, and he's in um, Sigma Alpha Epsilon. Is that it? Yes. It's all Greek to me. (laughs) Yuck, yuck, yuck. (laughs) He graduated um, already, though, in May. So Hmm. he's, like, considered an alumni now. But it was so awesome. Honestly, like, I think it's awesome to, like, be in a fraternity or sorority. Like, I wish I – I kind of wish I did that. Like, Mm -hmm. obviously, I still had, like – my SGA family and everything, like, I did all that. Um, and it was just too much for me to try to join a fraternity or... Sor- not a fraternity. <laughs> 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 try to join a sorority, too. But um, seeing, like, what my boyfriend did with, like, all of his brothers and everything, like, it's such a community. 
Like, it's such a good thing yeah. to do, you know? Like, um, even after, like, I told you la- last week about how he went to Long Island because all of his, like, brothers went in, like, a big, like, it, oh, <laughs> in the house and stuff and just had, like, a cool weekend. Mm-hmm. And it's such an awesome thing to do. Like, they lived together for, like, three years, um, three of the four years um, of college. They all lived together. And then, you know, you just have this, like, community of of guys. And they even, like, the events that we would go to, like, they have, like, Patty Murphy, which was, like, this whole... I think I... I don't know if I told you. I think Mm-mm. I probably did tell you guys about it last year. Probably don't remember. But it's, like, Patty Murphy for Sigma Alpha Epsilon um, is, like, this whole thing where uh, this old president, like, died or something, and then they, like, bring, like, a casket, and, like, they... Like, one of the brothers lays in the casket... Mm. And then they carry him, like, around campus, like, three times in the casket, like, just in the casket. Wow. And then they, like, have a whole, like, ceremony for him, talking about, like, oh, he died for this. Talking about the current, I think it's usually, like, the current outgoing president or something, which is really funny. And it was awesome. And when I went to that event, there's so many alumni there. So it's, like, insane. Like, it's, like, a family forever, which is really awesome. Like, like I, I don't know. Like, for, like, other clubs or, like, SGA or something, like, you have it for the time being, but it's not, like, a brotherhood or sisterhood kind of thing, you know? So. Is this uh, young man have a job now? Um, He's actually doing his master's. So he's still at UNH doing his master's. He works with me at the restaurant because he can only do, like, a few nights a week because, you know, you can't mess with your master's degree. (laughs) What's his master's in? Um, So his his criminal justice, Hmm. criminal justice and law. Um, his, what is it, undergrad, was a forensic psychology. Mm. So he's looking to be a detective. Hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah, you got to start as a foot cop, right? I mean, a traffic yeah. cop or a beat cop. <laughs> yeah. He does like it, though. He, he like, wants to be a cop for the time being, obviously, because you have to, and mm. also because he's, like, such a clean-cut guy. Like, he's, like, it's, like, he'll be a cop like I know it like <laughs> he's just like meant for it I guess um there's also a uh, fresh check day that's coming up September 20th um you check in with college students it's a mental check-in with interactive booths free food prizes and more I actually did a booth last year with the SGA it was so cool I met that's actually uh, I didn't meet Daryl there but I saw Daryl there they were doing like how many shots like it was like they had shot glasses and then like a cup and then, I don't know what it was, it was, like, something, like, measuring out a shot and, like, realizing how much was actually in a shot, which mm-hmm. was a lot, like, mm-hmm. you didn't realize. And then they were, like, this is how much is actually, is usually in a drink, but most places make it with, like, this much or, like, something like that. And it's really informative, like, there's a lot of different interactive booths, like, my booth was um, just, like, paper where they, like, just, like, draw and stuff and all that. So it's really cool. And you get a free shirt, too, so. That's good. When, when, and uh, where is that? September 20th. Thursday. It's a Thursday. 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Oh, my God. That's Why do I work two times a week? Like, a, like a weekday. Like, like this sucks. So that'll be today. That'll be when this airs. Oh, yeah, that's the, right. September 20th. Oh, oh, yeah. Today's the 19th. Crap. I didn't even realize. Yeah. Yeah, so you so, should always listen to the podcast early in the morning. First thing in the morning. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people do that when they're, like, getting ready to listen to podcasts. Yeah. Or on the or bus driving. across town. Yeah. Or driving. Mm-hmm. There you go. In class. Oh, wait. Okay, remind me. We have to take pictures today so we oh, can okay. put it on the Instagram. I talked to Chantel yesterday. <clears throat> oh, you did? And asked her if she was going to take pictures. She said, no, no, Barbara's doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. You said she was going to do it. Yeah, because that's what Mariah told me. She's oh. the, uh, what is it, like a 
the office manager, I guess, she was like, oh, Chantel wanted to take pictures. And I was like, okay. And then I got an email from Chantel saying, like, can you take pictures? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm there. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> well, technically, it won't be me taking pictures. <laughs> It'll be uh, Yeah, I sense an ask <laughs> coming up here. Yeah. Um, and then there's also, um, what is it? What is it called? Uh, Western Day of Service. Oh, yeah. That is all... That's Friday. Friday, Friday. Yeah. yeah. A um, day from tomorrow. <laughs> day after today. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow, technically. Right. Um, so, uh, they're actually... I'm pretty sure they're adapting what times you can go. Mm. Um, like, you can kind of just, like... I'm, I'm, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure you can, like, show up because a lot of students have class now on Fridays. So, they're saying, like, you can go there and try to help out as much as you can until you have to leave. Um, I know that I'm going to be working tomorrow from 9 to 11. So I don't know if, like, during that time, like, they'll want me to, like, go over and, like, help out. But I did it a few years, um, and it's always fun. So I was listening to another WestCon podcast yesterday, Gab and Grow, and uh, they were talking about day of service. And mm-hmm. it turns out that there are other days besides Friday that you can do day of service. Like you can volunteer with the music center and their Nutcracker auditions Oh. on different days. So you could volunteer for that. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Are you going to do that? Maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what else? There's a lot of stuff. Um, oh, nope. <laughs> That's Southern. <laughs> uh, okay. There's also, so there was Ansel Day that passed. Yesterday, yeah. But, okay, just so you guys know, there's all, just to, like, put it out there, Rec has a lot of fitness things. So Mondays, they have Pilates and Zumba. Pilates from 5.30 to 6.30, Zumba from 7 to 8. Tuesdays, they have cardio kickboxing, which is, oh, my God, I didn't know they had this. Have you ever done that? Yes, I've done kickboxing. I think once when I was like 12. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't count. Um, <clears throat> me and my so. best friend want to try kickboxing. Like, we're looking at different, like, I don't know. They're not called dojos. <laughs> they're called, like, I don't know, Aren't they? fitness don't centers. Know. Yeah. So we're looking at different places because we really want to start doing it. So I didn't know that we were offered kickboxing. It's free. Yeah. That's great. Do you have to bring your own gloves? Oh, my God. But Tuesdays, I can't even do it. Ugh. Never mind. I'll have to pay for kickboxing. <laughs> um, yoga from 6 to 7 and Zumba from 8 to 9, all on Tuesdays. All things that I can't do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday, body blasts, 5.30 to 6.30, and hit each up. Hit. What's, what What's a body blast? Well, I assume it's like a body pump class, like um, like toning yeah. with weights. Hmm. Uh, I don't know what hit is. I assume probably similar, seven to eight, and then Thursday there's yoga from five to six. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff going on around here if you really want to get involved. Yeah, there's <clears throat> stay healthy. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's free yoga. There's free kickboxing. Like, uh Kickboxing seems like it's really hard to do. That you'd be exhausted if you haven't, even if you're Wait, in kind of good shape. I remember when I did kickboxing, I didn't do an actual class. My, the old, the not the old, she's young, but um, the girl that I used to babysit, she was 12 at the time. Mm-hmm. She did karate 
and like kind of a little bit of kickboxing. Her dad did kickboxing. Hmm. Her dad was so ripped, like it was awesome. <laughs> so he came downstairs because I'd spent it, during the summer, like I'd spend like all day there, and he'd come home from work and like he'd have to leave again. So I just like stay because he lived in Stanford. He came down with me and like taught me how to kickbox for a little bit. It was awesome because like because I'd like work out with her every once in a while and stuff too. Because I was oh my god, that was the best job of my life. Ugh. I could I can't do it anymore because school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was awesome. Like I used to just hang out with a twelve year old, and she was awesome. Like she was very, like mature for her age, and she would like read books all the time. And like I like to read books, and we'd like go get our nails done. We go like to get massages and stuff. Like whatever we wanted to job. do, wow. we'd like go to New. Her dad would just be like, "Hey, like take her to New York. Like we're she's bored. Like let's go to New York City." And I was like, "All right, cool." So <laughs> we'd go to New York. And we'd like do whatever we wanted. We'd take uh, take us out on this boat and stuff. It was such a good job. <laughs> But, but yeah, and I learned a little bit of kickboxing then too. Did he run a criminal enterprise or something? (laughs) (laughs) No, he was just, I mean, he was very well off. Hmm. Um, He, um, he and he actually told me about it once. It was like, he started his own company about with like medical equipment Hmm. and then he sold it for like millions of dollars and then he opened another one, did the same thing. And then I think he works for Aetna now, like Aetna hired him. And he just, like, travels all over the world all the time just, like, selling medical equipment or something like that. So he did pretty well for himself. That's actually, that's, like, low-key, like, if anyone's interested in that, like, do it. Because my boyfriend's grandfather did the same thing, and it's, like, the same scenario. Like, he just sold his company and just made so much money. And it's, like, for me, it's, like, that's so boring. But (laughs) but if anyone's remotely interested, like, go for it because you'll be a millionaire. (laughs) Like That's right. All you got to do is start a business, run it for several years, and then sell it. Yeah. And he's he's not old. He's, like, 45, and he, like, works out. He's, like, super fit. Like, he's divorced, but, like, he has, like, girlfriends. Like, I've, like, met his girlfriends and stuff, and, like, he's got a cool life. Yeah, no kidding. He's got a great <laughs> is life. Is he paying you for this, Barbara? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, like, the best job I ever had, honestly. Like, it was so cool. And his wife... Is, well, his ex-wife is awesome, too. She is a prosecutor. Um, oh. So she, like, is just a great person all around. Um, she's married She married a cop, too, so it's actually funny. I used to joke, like, I'm her in the future, you know, like, <laughs> prosecutor with a cop. Mm-hmm. But um, she's awesome, too. Like, they're just really nice people, and I miss them. <laughs> but I hope that kid doesn't turn out to be an axe murderer or something. The kid? Yeah. Why would she turn out to be an expert? It sounds like you're overplaying it a little bit. They're both awesome and uh, they were such quiet know. people. Yeah, oh my <laughs> God. great neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean a prosecutor and a cop. I think it's kind of unlikely. But I don't know. Cops' kids turn out bad sometimes. Oh, you're right. But she's mm-hmm. like, she skipped a grade. Like she's a straight A student, smarter than me probably. Like we used to have conversation. I'd be like, oh my God. Like, okay, girl. <laughs> but. She's a sweetheart. You know, I saw her the other day um, at a baby shower. They went to go see the old nanny um, that was before me. She is now the current nanny again. Mm. So, because I, like, left and I was like, hey, hey, like, because she needed a job again. And I was like, oh, you, like, I'm leaving. Like, come back. Because we're all friends. Um, and <laughs> we have a cult. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is uh, sounding suspicious. <laughs> no, yeah, where um, are we going with this? <laughs> I don't know. Cults and serial killers. And nannies. And... <laughs> nannies. Honestly, anyone watching that has a younger sibling, like, tell them to get into nannying. Nannying is the best money you'll ever make. 
as like a young person because like you don't have to work at a restaurant and like get yelled at by your manager or like have to have like have to be like honest well never mind <laughs> let's not say that uh, <laughs> have to do like you know grunt work all the time you can just sit and chill with a 12 year old I mean I got kind of lucky with that one usually mm. it's younger kids um, but after that like I took care of two little boys in Reading. Um, and you can, nannies get paid pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. if you look on, like, care.com, like, if you go to the right area, you can get paid really well, especially if you have, like, high availability, like, at, in high school. I did it in high school. Like, that's when I did it. And after you leave school at, like, 2.15, like, you're good. And that's that's when kids get out of school, too. Kids get out of school at 3. You can stay with them until parents get home at, like, 6, and that's 3 hours a day or even, like, 4. Some, I used to do 4 hours a day. And, you know, That is good. And did you it. have to drive them around? yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I drive Jade around because she so I'd go to Weston, um, because that's where she lived the majority of the time, and then with her dad she'd go to Stanford Thursdays until like the weekend. He'd spend the weekend with her dad, and so I'd drive her to Stanford, and then I'd drive to Stanford on Friday again, which was like you drive a lot, but it's it's worth it. Like mm-hmm. it, I love being in Stanford. Like I just like after I got off work, I'd like go and like do some stuff in Stanford. Like it's nice, or you could drive forty five minutes and go to New York. Like it's really fun. As a nanny, so anyone looking hmm. for, like, you know, sometimes, I mean, it worked in college, too. My freshman year and sophomore year, I did it. Hmm. But then, you know, classes as a senior and junior and senior, like, it just didn't work out because classes was, like, random and things aren't available anymore at the right times and Did all she that. cry when you quit? She was really sad. She hmm. didn't cry. She's not a crier, but she was upset. But I see her all the time now. It's nice. That is nice. And, yeah. Are we done with events? <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Sorry, that was like a tangent, but it's it's important to know. Mm-hmm. Perfect timing, too. It is, because you have to go to Taco Bell, right? <laughs> yes, I have to eat food. Before your class at one. Yeah, and we're on Midtown right now, and I have to get Taco Bell and make it on time to class. How are you going to get there? You don't have a car. Um, I have my dad's card today. Oh, you do? I actually got a parking ticket <sighs> from Westcon that I just appealed. Why, were you actually parked somewhere you weren't supposed to so, be? So uh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> so technically, okay. So anyway, it was a visitor's parking lot, but again, I think we talked about this. There's no way we didn't. We didn't talk about this. I don't think so. There's no way for them to know that I'm a visitor or not. And it was two hour parking, and I was only there for an hour and a half. Hmm. So I appealed. And what happens then? Then it either gets accepted or rejected. Oh, you wrote down your appeal. Yeah, hmm. I wrote that. I was not there for two hours, and they have, and the state bears burden of proof. So, <laughs> that's right. You're a, a pre-law major. Yep. So they have to prove that I was there for two hours, which they can't because I wasn't. So, <laughs> but I there's keep... also the fact that you're not a visitor. Well, so they don't know that. <laughs> well, they do now because you told them. Yeah. I didn't tell them. I think they listen to the podcast. No isn't, your, isn't your name on the uh, form? <laughs> no, there? my dad's name is on it. Interesting. It's my dad's sneaky, car, so my dad Barbara. is driving. Yeah. Wink, wink. Beat the system. I'm going to submit this recording Don't. as evidence against you in your appeal process. Ah, it's $25. Yeah. Well, good luck. I, you'll let us know how it turns out, right? I will. Good. And it was on the fifth. Okay, anyway. Anyway, yeah. That's it. I like talking about myself. I'm just. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we know. That's what makes it a good podcast. This should just be called, like. Events with Barbara and Barbara's life. <laughs> we have a couple of times. 
Mm-hmm. You obviously don't listen to the podcast after we uh, put it up. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm on it. I heard it the first time. <laughs> uh, huh. Well, she lives it. She doesn't need to listen to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's Does a little int- introduction and uh, yeah, a thing at the end. Where no, sometimes... I have listened to it before. Hmm. I have on a number of occasions. Um, but I forgot what I was going to say. Have you told your friends to... to um, Subscribe and to leave a five star. Yes, I sent the picture to Chantelle, which they she'll be telling the student body. Yeah, yeah, we should be getting dozens of listens from University of New Haven students, shouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink, boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, when you were in New Haven, go find out what Westcott's events are. <laughs> See if they're better than yours. <laughs> it's partly as entertaining. It's not just a calendar. Yeah. Definitely. That's mm-hmm. what I'm here for. And yeah. you, Paul. Yeah, and advice about jobs Paul. in high school. and you Exactly. Know. Yeah. You got to talk more, Paul. You got to tell me about your life. <laughs> I talk a lot. It's not that interest, not as interesting as yours. Hey, you can't get a word in edgewise with you going, Barbara. <laughs> oh, my God. Just say, shh. Stop. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> All right. All right, good. Thanks, Barbara. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Thank you, as always, to engineer Pete Puccio and producer Scott Volpe, who make WCSU 411 possible. This podcast comes to you from Western Connecticut State University, which offers a high-quality, affordable education. If you have questions about enrolling at WestCon, send an email to admissions at wcsu.edu. And when you find this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, please consider subscribing so you can keep up with all the news about WestCon. After you subscribe, give us a five-star review and leave a comment. You can also reach us on Twitter at WCSU411. This is Paul Steinmetz. See you on the next edition of WCSU411.